0: This episode is sponsored by Echo. Hear clearly, care confidently.
1: Learn more at EchoHealth.com. That's E K O Health.com. And use code JSP for $50 off any stethoscope until December 31st. Just Some Podcast Media. The thoughts and opinions on Just Some Podcast are of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of organizations that employ them or they volunteer for. They are also not responsible for spontaneous black holes or nuclear wars that may occur. You have, you been, have been warned. warned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good day, mates, and bye, Cracky. Welcome to another episode of Just Some Podcast. Tom, do you want to tell everybody why I'm talking like that?
1: (laughs) Because, first of all, you're a jack wagon. (laughs) Second of all, all, for those that do not listen to Good Nurse, Bad Nurse, which I am lost at how you found our podcast, but not hers, uh, Ben was not able to make to be a guest host. On the episode. So I was there solo. And so I decided to make up an elaborate lie throughout the episode about how Ben was actually in Australia for a week because he was pursuing his life dream of reintroducing long hair jacks (laughs) into the Australian outback because he thought they were indigenous to Australia and so he was going to reintroduce them. And no matter how many times I explained to him that they can't be indigenous, they've never been there. And he was didn't, basically didn't ki- kidnapping matter. long-haired yaks and putting them in the Australian mm-hmm. Outback. So Ben knew nothing about this, by the way. And. I recorded that episode for that insanely popular podcast. And now millions of people have heard me lie about how Ben is a long-haired Australian yak herder. So he's a little, I I think he's laughing, but I think it was
0: funny, but no, it was a
1: great, it was a great time. Um, And again, if you haven't ever listened to good nurse, bad nurse, you absolutely should had fun, but I'm glad to be sharing the airwaves with my co-host Ben.
0: Yeah, I legitimately did enjoy that because he didn't tell me what he was going to do. I just said, hey, come up with a cool excuse why I can't be there. And I I should have given some more parameters, obviously. But I knew that Tom would come up with something and you certainly did not disappoint. So
1: well, and my favorite part is you said, oh, you should make up some kind of excuse why I'm not there. I was like, as if I was not (laughs) already working on that situation, sir. So yeah, it was it was a great time, though. Good.
0: So how's your week been, man?
1: It has been great. I am known as a little ray of sunshine to all my friends, family, and people I work with, but the last two weeks, Ben, I've really tried to make an effort to be positive, positive. and uh, it's yep. going well. I will be honest. The universe decided to test me quite a bit today, but other than that, it's been great. How are things in your neck of the
0: woods? So Tiffany's finally rubbing off on you, huh? It's good to
1: know. <laughs> no, no, that has that has not happened yet. It's just I just made the decision, start being a little more upbeat, I guess. Which internally I always felt upbeat, but I also know externally I radiated
0: <laughs>
1: smog. So I just pretty much just yeah. tried to uh, decide to make sure everybody knew exactly how happy I really was. So that's it.
0: No, things are good here, man. I am uh, doing what we do, and. Seeing patients, numbers here had been going down as far as COVID, and then this week they took a drastic straight upward pulling out of a spin spike. And uh, so now we're dealing with that again, but we'll get through it like we always do.
1: If it makes you feel any better, there has certainly been pockets around the country, and I'm in one that is in that same boat, where, yeah, it, it's almost inexplicable. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, we're, we're at the crescendo, but you're not. You're not. Yeah. It just comes back around again.
0: Three weeks ago in our county, we were about nine active cases, and then today we're at 155. So...
1: Whew, that is <laughs> quite quite an increase right there. So
0: anyway, well, Tom, should we tell them what we're doing? I mean, we talked about it last week, but we, I mean, we, we, we got to talk about it again, right?
1: Well, Ben, in order to continue to sell tickets, uh, if the people don't know about it, <laughs> I don't think that they... <laughs> They can get there. So yeah, we should probably tell them what's going on.
0: So yeah, you know, once again, Tom and I were uh, taking our show on the road, so to speak, and we're going to do a, a live stage event with a bunch of other amazing podcasters. Tina, at good nurse, bad nurse has been kind of instrumental in getting this all set up. And uh, so we're doing nurses PodCon. It's going to be November 20th, just around the corner next weekend, actually. We're excited. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville may never be the same after all (laughs) these nurse podcasts get loose in Nashville. I'm telling you.
1: Yes. Nurses um, can sometimes cut loose a little bit in social events, and then you amplify that by making them podcast and then putting a bunch of us all in the same spot. I don't think that the riot police will be involved, but I can not 100% rule it out.
0: But if, but I mean, just for a second. So nurses tend to get a little crazy. You know, we got to cut loose, let our hair down, so to speak, nurse practitioners included. Then you put us all together in a relatively big city that's probably known for partying. I mean, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's Nashville. And then you put us all together in the fact that we're all podcasters. So we all kind of have this personality where we're very outward and talk about our lives and talk about everything that we're doing because we record ourselves doing it every week. It's going to be interesting.
1: That's exactly the word I'm going to use to describe it to the judge the next day. So,
0: (laughs) but no, I,
1: I just like, I don't think it would be quite that bad, but it is going to be a great time. We are super excited. And the best thing is, is the way things are going. We're already looking to the future of how nurses PodCon will start to evolve next year. So it's, it's a great thing to be involved with and i am super humbled by the talent that we're going to be sharing a stage with so i can't wait to be there
0: absolutely so if you were wanting to get tickets you can go to good and they're doing a friendly competition we all know tina's going to win and it's okay um, but we're doing a friendly competition so if you use code just some podcast the tickets are 25 percent off that does include in person and online tickets as well so Help us out, buy a ticket, hang out with us all day, hang out with some cool people. And yeah, the code is just some podcast, not good nurse (laughs) vendors.
1: Yes. So that's a confusing set of examples. Go to this place, but use a different name. But again, this is part of the process of setting up an initial Nurses PodCon and learning what we'll be all doing next time. So,
0: well, before we uh, get much further into our show, of course, we couldn't do Nurses PodCon obviously without the yeah. other podcasts, but without the sponsors that are helping get everybody together. So we want to run through that list real quick because without them, we would uh, still be sitting in our house in our underwear recording this show. And uh, oh wait, we still are. But I mean, you know what I mean.
1: Uh, we absolutely are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so huge shout out to the sponsors. First is BCBD Stat. They do. THC-free CBD oils, rubs, all kinds of cool things over there.
1: Next is going to be Samuel Merritt University. Samuel Merritt University has been around and training nurses and healthcare professionals for over 100 years.
0: Trusted Health at the Travel Nurse Agency, and it is Tina approved. It's actually the one that she uses over on Good Nurse, Bad Nurse, so...
1: For all those out there wearing eye protection at work, try some Stoggles. Stoggles are fashionable goggles that make PPE both fashionable and functioning.
0: And last but certainly not least is Echo Health. They have great digital stethoscopes over there, the 3M Litman Core digital stethoscope, and uh, some good stuff over there as well. Well, Tom, are you ready to get into our story that you may have missed? And... Uh, I I think I found one that you probably haven't heard yet, and I'm interested to get your take on it.
1: You can't tell listening to this, but I just got into a kung fu pose, and now I'm going to tell Ben to bring it on.
0: Well, Tom, an 81-year-old, I'm going to repeat that, 81-year-old
1: pharmacist
0: is facing criminal charges for allegedly distributing opioid painkillers and other drugs to women in return for sexual favors in Delaware County, Pennsylvania.
1: Whoa, you are correct, sir.
0: So the Media Borough Police Department received an anonymous tip April 18th concerning two unconscious people who were found inside a parked car behind the pharmacy. When officers responded to the scene, a woman emerged from the pharmacy and then quickly returned inside to inform the pharmacist that police had arrived. The pharmacist came out and allegedly asked the officers if everything was okay. Please question the pharmacist and the woman separately. There were some inconsistencies in their stories, like generally
1: happens. That was a shocking plot twist there.
0: So they obtained a search warrant for her phone. They found multiple text messages between the two, including instructions on how to respond to police questioning.
1: (laughs) Which she clearly didn't do.
0: Yeah, the DEA then became involved in the investigation in the ensuing days. They conducted an audit of the pharmacy's inventory over a five-year period. And a comparison between... This pharmacy and surrounding pharmacies found that the business was allegedly the largest purchaser of oxycodone, fentanyl, and related drugs in the zip code. The woman that, uh, that spoke about earlier had been meeting the pharmacist on a weekly basis to exchange sex acts for money and in drugs, including oxycodone, fentanyl, and Xanax. Further investigation led to a second woman who told authorities that she had been providing sexual favors to uh, the pharmacist multiple times per week in exchange for oxycodone, which he then sold to obtain heroin. So they executed a search warrant on his home and the pharmacy. And in the pharmacy, they found a drawer that had $50,000 cash in it. So Delaware County District Attorney was quoted as saying, this pharmacist whose profession is dedicated to serving the health needs of the community with honesty and integrity traded drugs for sexual favors. In doing so, he allowed his need for sexual gratification to override any sense of personal or professional responsibility to the community. His actions risk the lives of every individual receiving these illicitly obtained drugs. He's currently charged with multiple felony drug counts, sexual extortion, and related offenses. His pharmacy was shut down in June, and uh, he's currently waiting a preliminary hearing scheduled November 17th. I thought it was an interesting story, Tom. What are your thoughts?
1: 81. 81 I was and Casey is still going up to bat um you know what i
0: I was I was impressed law. by that I mean, and
1: <laughs> yeah I think for people out there that don't understand I'm just saying that that's impressive to most guys just wow
0: but then the flip side of me was like but he's a pharmacist so maybe he's using Viagra yeah he,
1: probably and that's okay you're at 81 bro you, you do what you need to I'm I'm not mad about that part but the rest of the story is awfully sad first of all the fact that for an exchange for sex for drugs i'm like nah that's always it's yeah. always something that's going to end badly and second of all yeah pharmacists hold a position people trust them like you have you're you're expected to exhibit certain standards and i am not saying that your professional life always has to rule your personal life but jeez Sex in exchange for drugs tends to leave a mark on the pillar of society. So, just saying.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I said I I was. It was an interesting story just because of his advanced age and still, you know, buying sexual favors. Also, albeit not the way that uh, he should be doing it. Obviously, I mean, go to a strip club or yeah, you got fifty thousand dollars cash in there. So, I mean. Yeah, like... Buy a hooker.
1: Yeah, or those aren't legal in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, I'm sure of it.
0: But you're also not contributing to the opioid epidemic.
1: But you could afford to fly to Knight County, Nevada, where it is apparently. Something. Like, I don't understand. But yeah, I don't know. It is... it is Man, the age thing still gets me. I feel terrible for the town. I wonder how big the town is. Like, I wonder... And the only reason I say that is because there's parts of... Pennsylvania are pretty rural, so I'm like, how did they slip under the radar for that long? You think that would get out? So,
0: yeah, I, it doesn't say, and I'm thinking, you know, when I first read the story, I was like, man, I, I mean, I just pictured like the officers are pulling up, this woman walks out the back of the pharmacy and then goes, oh shit, and then turns around to go back in, and it's like you, nothing I bad. go, yeah, something's <laughs> yeah. up, something's up,
1: nothing bad could be going on here. Other officer, let's drive off. Like like, what what plan was she following? And then it, it did strike me as funny with instructions on how to answer police in case she was questioned. She clearly didn't follow any of them.
0: Or she didn't get a chance to read her text messages before. She, yeah, she's like, oh, wait, can I change my answer? Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Can I see my phone first? So
0: anyway. Well, Tom, before we jump into our main story tonight, which is nurse practitioner week and some cool stuff that we have going on with that. We want to take a second and talk about our new sponsor, Tom. I'm super excited to be talking about echo You have the, the 3M Lippman core digital stethoscope, right?
1: Correct. The 3M Lippman core digital stethoscope. It's powered with advanced echo core technology and I have been using it for several weeks now. It is absolutely fantastic equipment. I could not be any happier with what I've been using.
0: It has up to 40 times amplification. That is amazing. I can genuinely say in using mine, I actually have the digital attachment, which turns any stethoscope into a digital stethoscope, that I will never go back to a regular stethoscope again.
1: It is amazing. It's got other features like noise canceling technology, which obviously is a huge improvement. And it's also something you don't think about until you start using it. You're like, wow, I can really hear
0: a lot clearer. Learn more over at echohealth.com. That's E-K-O health.com. And for our listeners, if you use the code JSP at checkout, they're giving you $50 off any stethoscope until the end of the year. All right, time ready to jump into our main story. Happy Nurse Practitioner Week, by the way.
1: Happy Nurse Practitioner Week, Ben.
0: We threw some stuff out on social media, and we're going to talk about that here shortly. But one of the things that I asked was, you know, what was the best and worst gift that you received? And so we're going to kind of run through some of those because there were some, <laughs> some funny ones and some really nice stuff, too. So my question, Tom, did your facility, or organization get you anything?
1: Yes, they did. They got me a actually very personalized, like... Completely unique and different than all the other providers, like uh, their jetty cups, and it is fantastic. It's uh, got a saying that people associate with me, encased in a coating on it. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you understand? Like, it's really cool looking, and I love it. And I'm already happy I got it. And I thought it was a great gift. So yeah, I was gonna say you. present, but I was gonna be like, I don't know, present makes me think of Christmas. So I'm like, it was a great gift.
0: Well, my organization got us. Homemade chocolate chip cookies, which were really good, um, and then yeah. we also got a gift certificate to a local butcher shop, and so which is something they've gotten us every year for the last couple of years. And I'm excited to get in there and use that because I love me some good steak.
1: I've been to that butcher shop. You should be very happy. <laughs> so <laughs> that is that is a great place. So especially I know you're into the outdoor cooking. So.
0: Hell yeah. I'm going <laughs> to throw some stuff on the smoker. Mm-hmm. But smoking's
1: bad for you kids.
0: Not that type of smoking. <laughs> Although it does have an increased risk for bladder cancer. I used to tell tell people that when I taught patho, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and scene. Before so. <laughs> we uh talk about all the other gifts that people talked about on social media stuff. We wanted to talk about kind of the state of nurse practitioners, kind of where things are statistic-wise, cuss and discuss some of this stuff, and just talk about nurse practitioners in general since it's our week.
1: Oh, just just start giving me the info, Ben. So already heard one of the stats. Blech. All right.
0: So currently, there are more than 325,000 nurse practitioners that are licensed in the United States. 81% of full-time nurse practitioners are seeing Medicare patients, 78.7 are seeing Medicaid patients. Nurse practitioners have been in practice an average of 11 years. Let's see 42.5% of full-time nurse practitioners hold hospital privileges, 12.8 have long-term care privileges. 96.2% of nurse practitioners prescribe medications, and those in full-time practice write an average of 21 prescriptions per day. Tom, do you want to take a guess on the largest area for nurse practitioners? It's pretty. It's pretty much a given. Well, now I don't know. Family.
1: Oh, damn it! I thought you meant like a city. No, like, I don't I'm know. Just, St. Louis, like Chicago.
0: Time race certification area. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why I was so confused. I was like, Well, now I'm going to say somewhere, and you're going to be like, Duh, everyone knows Flagstaff, Arizona, you moron. Like, I was like, I don't know. This is a setup for failure.
0: Washington. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did not see that coming. Hey, St. Kitts isn't even in America, Ben. You can't say that. So, yeah, no, I, family nursing, obviously. And I noticed over the years, you know there's been shifts have you ever noticed like there are people that were certified in something like um adult geriatric and acute care which isn't even a certification anymore we've gone through a lot of evolutions it feels like as yeah. nurse practitioners
0: now that's almost 70% of nurse practitioners are certified family practice or family next one down is just adult and that's 10.8 so that's quite a drastic change psych mental health 4.7% of nurse practitioners i mean that I think that's going to come up because there's definitely a need for psych and mental health NPs. Always. Women's health, 2.9%. Y'all are some godsend. Y'all do some stuff. I, I don't mm. Glad you're there.
1: <laughs> yes, because it's not going to be me.
0: Same uh, with uh, neonatal. 1% of nurse practitioners have their neonatal certification. Y'all some special people out there too. Yeah. And then acute care pediatrics is 0. 07 percent of nurse practitioners.
1: I'll be honest. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: It is. Tom, what do you think the average age of the 325,000 licensed nurse practitioners in the United States is?
1: 35.
0: 49. Oh, wow. Not even close. How about in 2020, the median base salary for full-time NPs?
1: 100,000.
0: 110. And... More than 36,000 new nurse practitioners completed their academic programs in 2019-2020. That's
1: a lot of people, Ben.
0: That is a lot of people. But you know, and we've talked about this before. Well, oh, by the way, before we get more into the conversation, those statistics were all provided through AANP in their Nurse Practitioner Week Guide. So that's where all those statistics come from. I didn't make any of those up. Those all come from there, and you can find those over on their website.
1: What, why would people think you made those up?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> those are oddly specific numbers to make up, man.
0: Because 60% of statistics are made up 100% of the time, Tom. <laughs> Come on now.
1: Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, you're only 7% right. So,
0: Well, but I, I just want people to know where we got the numbers from. So you made me forget my whole train of thought now. <laughs> so I know before that we had talked about saturation being a concern, and we've talked about, you know, I think it was two or three years ago that we did like the past present and future of NPs during NP week. I believe so, yeah. That sounds about right. Well, I still think saturation is an issue in some areas. I still see growth in different areas. Like if you get on Glassdoor, uh, Indeed, those job hunting, headhunting type websites, there is an ass ton of positions for like telehealth now, which before the pandemic was not as I think medicine is, or healthcare, as you know, is ever evolving. And so I still think you're going to see some placement in areas like that that five years ago. I mean, honestly, even two years ago, Tom, if I told you, hey, there's going to be full-time telehealth positions where you just sit at a computer and talk to somebody over a webcam all day, you'd have been like, you're smoking crack. <laughs> I
1: Yeah. No, that's an accurate thing for me to have said. And... <laughs> I think you're also correct that telehealth is probably going to be a really great place for expansion for mid-level practitioners. Here's, and I I think PAs will get into the game in some aspect, because depending on your state, you have to have a supervising authority. So at that point, will it matter if it's an MPPA? Probably not. But anyways, my fear is I'm great with the telehealth, but these companies are starting up. And these people that are giving up long term jobs and facilities are, you know, that those jobs aren't going to go anywhere. What if there's a bubble burst? You know, what if all these tech companies start failing and then we're going to have thousands of nurse practitioners that suddenly don't have a job?
0: Which is a valid point. Yeah.
1: So, again, and I'm not questioning the financials of any of these companies. I don't really know any of these companies. But in my head, I just started going yeah, I've heard of stuff like this before, you know, there was a whole tech bubble, not, you know, a couple decades ago and causing problems when it burst. And I don't want to be one of the ones in that bubble. However, there is a large amount of appeal to be able to say, okay, I'm going to sit in my office in my house, not have to drive anywhere. I can change my schedule as I see fit. You know, I can see this many people and make good money for sitting at my desk doing what I'm doing now. And so I I get it. And honestly, if it was somebody could prove to me it was 100%, you know, stable, it would be something to consider. But I just think the market's too unstable for that for me.
0: The other thing that I wonder, as we're hopefully nearing the end of the pandemic, I'm interested to see what the numbers do next year. You know, are you going to have providers... Say you know what I've 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 had enough. I don't want to do this anymore. Either I'll go back to bedside, or I'll just leave in healthcare altogether. I mean, you know, you hear what the vaccine mandates and things like that, and people doing that. I just wonder what the numbers are going to look like. A year, two years from now, do you think people will be leaving in in mass exit
1: from nurse practitioners specifically, or just healthcare, or just nursing?
0: Um. Because all, all three,
1: honestly, so I think it's be a different cascade depending on where you're sitting. So like, if I think you're an NP over the next couple of years, honestly, I don't think that the burnout is going to be as bad over the long haul for the entire profession. Okay. Like there's definitely some of us that are going to be hit harder than others, but I just think overall it's going to be fine. What I'm worried about is the amount of people coming in and are we going to have, be able to sustain what current salaries we're having and stuff like that for NPs when there's that many people in the market, like, you know, as that supply becomes that great, you know, suddenly I can get 10 people to do your job cheaper than you. Right. I hope, I hope that's not true, but also I think overall in healthcare and nursing in general, I think, I think you're going to see a small dip. And I think, Honestly, I think the whole I'm going to quit because of anti-vaxxing so far has fleshed out to be pretty insignificant. Like all these large organizations, thousands of people say they're going to quit. And then 12, you know, I mean, look at NYPD, like 10,000 people said they were going to quit. That's like a third of their whole police department. And I think they lost like 35 people. Yeah. So I think people will just. To mandates put on by the hospitals, uh, changes in policies and procedures, I I think we will have to recover because we are going to have a small divot. I just don't think it's going to be something insurmountable. I think we'll be fine.
0: And I think, you know, you're talking about salaries. You know, you and I have always kind of seen been on opposite sides of this discussion (laughs) because I say things are going to be fine. You say no, they're not. And maybe that's just my, you know, optimistic viewpoint on I don't know. But where I do think that you're going to see some of that dip in salaries and things like that is like your minute clinics and places like that where you can get 10 people to do the job of of one person. Now, I do think if you, again, if you get with an organization and you're established and you have a good patient base and, I mean, ultimately, let's be honest, it, it comes back to are you generating enough income Correct. to justify your position?
1: I think it does. I just, I'm worried about the day some financial officer goes, well, as long as we mandate them to see X amount of patients a day, then we can pay them this much and we'll make this X amount. You know, they're losing sight of the forest because of the trees, you know, at that point, like they're not seeing the real picture. They're just looking at numbers. And unfortunately there's far too many times in healthcare. That's what runs. What we do are people with number crunching.
0: And, and I mean, we've seen that on the floor. I mean, how long, how many years has safe staffing ratios been a concern?
1: It's been a concern for as long as I've been a nurse and it still hasn't been addressed. That is, if any positive may come out of this pandemic, is you. I would say I would be more worried about a mass exodus of nurses because organizations refuse to change and they will no longer put their lives at risk or be put subject to the type of abuse they sometimes suffer at the hands of patients or patients' families, and they're like, if you're not going to help fix the problem, I won't be part of the problem anymore. I think that is a much more valid concern for me than some of the other things I've heard in social media recently about people wanting to leave. I I think burnout is a much more significant problem than any of the other things.
0: And we've talked about that multiple times on our show as far as moral injury and and just being fed up with Yeah. Way you know with status quo basically.
1: There was lots of tension, I feel, in healthcare prior to the pandemic. And that pandemic has just stripped away any veneer left. Like the nerve is raw at this point. So I would like to also point out for all those NPs that don't want to move, but you're new to the field and you're not established, I just feel like we're gonna have a large amount of MSN bedside nurses in the future. Because there's thirty six thousand graduating now. There's probably at least another thirty-six thousand in the next class. It's just a unrelenting hammer of students coming in.
0: I have somewhat come to your side of I I do think you're going to the dot com bubble with the housing market crash that happened a couple of years ago with star market crashes has happened. I mean, you're going to have at some point the it's going to reset itself. Whether that be, you know.
1: Yeah, good or bad, depending on how you look at it. Right.
0: So, I mean, I, and I have come around to that line of thought and, and mm-hmm. conversing with you about this over the last couple of years that eventually it will happen. And hopefully there's some positive changes that come from it, whether it, I mean, and we, we've beat this dead horse as long as we can. But, I mean, even things like experience as an RN prior to applying for nurse practitioner school and setting more stringent requirements and setting issues, you know, with precepting and things of that nature. Yeah.
1: Precepting is definitely something that needs to be addressed. So, and I say that as a person currently with a student. So, I absolutely understand the ins and outs of some of the strain and what's going on.
0: And our organization is actually currently, we had to get approval to precept. That's a change that they, initially it was made before the pandemic and then has Proceeded moving forward, that they want. Basically, it sounds like it's going to be more of like an interview process prior to agreeing to precept. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, some any other NP weeks before we start? Before we talk about some of the fun stuff we've seen on social media.
1: Nope, I think we've depressed enough people, so let's just move to the fun stuff.
0: <laughs> now that we beat you down and depressed the hell out of you, we're gonna.
1: The beatings will continue until morale improves.
0: That is true. So I threw out on my own personal page and then a couple of groups that I'm in that we wanted to know the best and worst NP gifts that people had received. And I will say that one of the things I prefaced this with is I don't want to hear nothing. I'm going to tell you now, and I said we would address it, and so I'm going to address it now. Nothing is bullshit. I'm going to to give you that right now. And it's not even just that it's NPs. I think in general, even if it's not some sort of recognition for anybody who's working in healthcare, particularly in the middle of a fucking pandemic, there should be at least a, hey, we appreciate you, or not just a, eh, well, cool. Yeah. You know? So I think nothing, cool, 100% bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I want to get that out there. No, oh, thank you, Ben. Carol said, got an Amazon gift card and a bottle of wine. Um, Her worst was, and I found this one kind of humorous. The worst was a doctor that she worked with got her a pink candle and a bottle of perfume. The candle was a gift her kid had given her for Mother's Day. It's basically regifted the candle for nurses week or nurse practitioner week. And uh, the perfume she suspected was probably a regift, also. So I mean, that's that's kind of funny. I I enjoyed that <laughs> one. All right, here is some other ones here, Tom. Um, a six inch plastic cutting board that looked like a mouse pad, and resistant bands. You know, like the type for PT, like the physical uh-huh. therapy. Like here you go. Here is some resistant bands for you. <laughs> Happy NP week.
1: So. Were they just hoping that they'd get physically more fit and not want to run away from the building? I don't understand what the point of the resistance bands were. Because here's the next question Did okay, you gave me resistance bands, I'm not against exercise or health. Like, okay, so are you going to start promoting time for me to have a daily session where I can just spend some time using these? Because I bet you that didn't
0: happen. No, you come on, Tom, (laughs) we all know what happened here. Somebody in materials management somewhere accidentally ordered ten thousand band instead of a thousand, and they're like, "What are we gonna do with all these?" Oh, hey, NPE is coming up. Give them out to them.
1: Yes, somebody needs to feel what it's like to pull with fifty pounds of pressure. So,
0: um, a frosted cookie from Starbucks, and that's it.
1: Don't sleep on that. That is a great cookie.
0: Our, our buddy Eric, he said uh, one year they got monogrammed Patagonia vest. Oh. The, next, the next year they got custom Yeti tumblers. So I mean, it's so a, it's I got a the Yeti
1: out. Tumblr and I'm getting a monogrammed jacket. So I haven't got the jacket yet. So I didn't want to bring it up
0: yet. But right in line with Eric right there. See, <laughs> yeah. this one I thought was funny. This is a bad one.
1: Oh,
0: well, not like inappropriate, but worst gift.
1: I know, but like ooh.
0: they got a pillbox, like the the weekly pillbox, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, when, you know, yeah with a piece of candy in each day of the week. <laughs> that to me is great. I love that. That's, that's so bad. Like
1: it is so bad. You know what the sad part is, is I feel like there was somebody that's like, we got to do something for them It's some very, and I know this is so sexist and stereotypical and I'm sorry. I just imagined some old lady, like a grandmother going, what if we just give them a piece of candy? For every day of the week, and (laughs) so it's like genius. They will like that. So as much as as much as I want to just come down on this gift, there's this part of me that's just like, you know, somebody meant it out of the bottom of their heart. Like some old lady brought this up and was like, my grandson loves this. Oh yeah, that was totally
0: a pink lady idea. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So so I want to come down on it, but there's some part of me that's like, oh, they tried, kinda. Not really, but sort of.
0: <laughs> some <laughs> of the like... best gifts, a nice North Face jacket, a cooler, a weekend duffel bag, um, fuzzy blankets, insulated cups. So yeah, some good stuff. The insulated cups are
1: popular. You know why? Because that's awesome. I love having insulated cups, man. I could have 30 of them. So I think that's a great gift.
0: This one confused me a little bit, and I'm, I'm going to preface this one with, If you're a hospital administrator, you're someone who's in charge of deciding on gifts. Don't just do something that's got your hospital logo on it and that's it. Oh, boy. Come on now. I once received a four inch square bathroom tile with the work logo printed on it. We're not even sure what it was. Is it it a coffee cup coaster? Is it a decoration for the office? Is it a paperweight? We don't know.
1: It's an object you could throw at somebody at a high velocity. (laughs) So they just got a
0: tile with the work logo on it. <laughs> so, you know, again, this is one of those where they ordered too much stuff like oh they're probably gosh. remodeling and they had too much tile left over. And they're like, we got the tile. We got the cricket. Let's just print the work logo. Slap <laughs> it on it.
1: I just, I like, so it's like a plaque. Is, it's just, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like they didn't even explain what it was for. Was it like, this way they can just imagine what they want it to be. I think we need to like, putting
0: those with JSP on them and just <laughs> randomly just walk up to people. Here you go. And just see what the reaction is. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> this is for JSP Beer Company Brewing. Uh, this is our coaster. Like, oh, you have beer? No. No. Like, see, no. see how confusing that would be? So <laughs> let's just start doing that.
0: Here's another one. And I had to inquire more on this one because she said weird candy thrown in a bag with the company logo. And I'm like, okay, is it like the weird like strawberry candy that every grandma has? Or like what was But nobody
1: it? knows where it, yet, no yeah, nobody's ever seen it for sale, but, but it's it. always at a dish.
0: Hey, yeah, I always have it. Um, no, she said cinnamon and lemon ones. So I don't know.
1: Are they trying to start a
0: detox? I, I, I don't know. A chunk of wood that was poorly and crookedly painted with the hospital logo on one side – And nurse on the opposite side. The ends of the block were left rough and unpainted. So the takeaway is I'm not sure if I was more angry about the wood block or the splinter I got from it.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, honestly, I know he said nothing is bullshit, but I think I'd rather have nothing. (laughs) Like you can't even use this as a coaster. At least the last thing was a coaster. Could be a coaster. Could be. Could theoretically be a coaster. This just reminds me of that Ren and Stimpy song. It's log.
0: It's log. Uh, it's big. It's heavy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like she got the Blamo toy. <laughs>
0: Another best one, a hoodie and a spare phone battery.
1: Awesome. Okay. I'm cool with a hoodie, but spare phone battery.
0: I'm wondering if she's not meaning like. a
1: Oh, like a portable charger.
0: Portable charger is my suspicion. Oh, okay. Okay. Worst is a hospital logo cutting board. Again, with the, what with the cutting board shit? Like,
1: <laughs> so I when I go home, I don't want to do anything more than keep seeing my work logo in my kitchen. Yeah, that's what I live for.
0: Worst is a candy apple.
1: I, no, I disagree. Candy apples are fantastic. I mean, unless you're diabetic.
0: Best fleece vest. Another best a fifty dollars Amazon gift card. Can't go wrong with Amazon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Then you could go shopping for JSP products.
0: That's true. Our minister of education got involved in this. And (laughs) I'm assuming that this probably did not come from his employer, Woodford Reserve Whiskey. mm,
1: That's that's good stuff.
0: I don't know if that came from his uh, employer or not, but that's, hell yeah, that's a good thing.
1: His communication squirrels banded together and got him some, uh, some whiskey.
0: Here's one that confused me, Tom. Oh, God. She says, she starts with, I have no best. The worst is. <laughs> this
1: trajectory is straight down. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I became a nurse practitioner. It's been shit she since. Said,
0: <laughs> the worst is that the nurse practitioners buy every employee in the hospital cookies from the cafeteria to show our appreciation for them from the cafeteria they get the cookies and we split the cost
1: what hold on <laughs> does the hospital not understand my np week apparently the NP is the recipient of the love not the it's your designated week to spread a bunch of love i wonder how they perform like during christmas Oh, the hospital's got to give everybody presents. Like, I don't know what I was like. What, <laughs> We're going to need you all to put is... together
0: in for some presents for administration uh, for yes. Christmas. Yes. We, uh, yeah. You're
1: sending me to Jamaica for a trip. Like,
0: what? Yeah. Like, um, how do you, uh, you buy cookies for everybody else? And then you. Just... Now, I'm, I will say, like, my staff in particular, I take really good care of my staff. I make sure my staff are taken care of. I personally give them bonuses out of my bonus because I because that's what I feel like okay. I need to do. That being Again, said, I don't think that making all the nurse practitioners buy everybody else cookies for nurse practitioner week a little odd.
1: Now, I think that's fucked up. I don't even know about odds. <laughs> but so and I, I want to make sure I'm clear about this. I am not making fun of hospital food industry people. I wasn't meaning anything bad about the cafeteria. I just mean, if you're going to get someone a gift for them, that would be like going to your butcher shop and asking for a sirloin steak and then handing it back to them like here you go like <laughs> you know like just keep it he's like but it was already mine you're like yeah but now i'm giving it to you so it's a gift and now like,
0: it's yours <laughs>
1: so i i'm not disparaging like their talents or their food you know or anything like that i just mean so i need you to make yourself some cookies and then thank me for it <laughs> like i just don't understand yeah I should not they got it from somewhere else i don't of I, course I, I, then that's just more expensive. Those True. poor NPs are really going to be out of pocket when they get a larger bill.
0: How about a Facebook promo regarding the nurse practitioners in a small type face blurb above their big honking hospital? Nothing says NP week, like from some promotional materials.
1: <laughs> yes. That basically makes me the background object. Awesome.
0: Um, an umbrella. She didn't say that was good or bad. I'm going. I'm, I'm assuming bad, uh, but I mean, what? you know, But that's
1: a good, you umbrellas are one of those things when you have it and you need it you're like man this is really awesome I'm so glad I have this umbrella so
0: no I'm putting
1: that in the good That's okay
0: good well it's good and if, she, if it's not she can tell us it wasn't a $75 gift card for a massage winner 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 chicken dinner um, and again another company logo thing reusable shopping bag that had the company logo on it with nothing inside
1: <laughs> okay uh, that, right? They got that for something else, and they're using it for this.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, That's exactly what it sounds like. This one said that the doctor that they work with got the other NP and I our own personal office fridge to keep the MAs out of our drink stash. That was hey, awesome.
1: That is awesome. Though I would still inevitably continue to let my MAs get it <laughs> out of my fridge. So.
0: Mm but it's still nice my how in I particular drop. yes but not everybody else's in it like i could I no can no yeah 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 so uh she said the worst was the year that our manager didn't pass out our gifts for weeks after the np week but the NPs who reported to other managers got theirs eventually she got us a lunchbox <laughs> for
1: the food jet you don't have because i didn't give it to you because this isn't np week anymore yeah yeah. You know what? Someone above her loved that. They're like, do you know much money you saved by just not giving them their gift? By I
0: switching to Geico? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, this one, best gift, hands down, was from the MD. Got me a custom basket from the local butcher shop of bacon, sausage, and country ham. Again, butcher shop, popular place. That's what I got.
1: It is popular for good reason.
0: Worst. I love this one. The same person. The worst gift was being told I had to cover call for the other nurse practitioner because she didn't think she should take call during NP week because it was her week. What? (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) I hope there was some retaliation. I really do. And I don't mean like severe. I mean like petty. Oh, 100% petty. I, I absolutely be down for some petty retaliation on this one.
0: That's where you're like, when the front desk calls you, you're like, hey, so I got a vaginal bleeding that I want to put on your schedule at 415. You know what? I think Stephanie needs to see that one.
1: Yeah. I'm just (laughs) way too busy using my resistance bands in my office. So you're going to have to put that on Stephanie's. And I need another coaster.
0: Um, One of the other ones that I seen was, and she said it was not for nurse practitioner week. It was actually a preceptor gift that she's getting. Her preceptor, she's a student, and I thought it was awesome. It's a set of three glasses, Tom. It says on it's a shot glass, and it says because patients. It's a coffee cup that says during patients, and then it's a wine glass that says after patients. And I was like, I like it.
1: That's, That's a really awesome. good one. Yeah, I like
0: that. But Tom, the winner, Denise. Or denies if you you know watch denies nice, yes. yes Cleveland Cavalier box seats with a plus one and then went as far as posting that shit on social media so we could see <laughs> her in yes. the Cleveland Cavalier box seats
1: <sighs> yeah no she's
0: which she's is awesome really... by the way that's
1: it is it is awesome that's just you're just leading the rough life uh, however to just be transparent it's in cleveland so
0: cleveland rocks i mean
1: really really who who's the winner here me being outside of cleveland or having to be in cleveland but <laughs> in a Cavaliers box yeah it's like i don't know it's it's a toss up you know if you're going to be in cleveland yeah. at the cavaliers game in box seats about the only acceptable answer
0: so but you know at least we're not detroit um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, YouTube that.
1: <laughs> it's it's fantastic.
0: The, I mean, those were some great guests. We're so glad that people were interacted with us on social media about all that stuff because those were were some pretty good stuff and some pretty bad stuff. And at least you're, you know, hopefully you're getting some acknowledgement on NP week. And if you're not, well, by God, we're here to tell you happy nurse practitioner yeah. week. We appreciate the shit out of you.
1: Now, say if nobody else is saying it, we are. So uh, we're suffering along with you. Ben, speaking of social media, you know what I realized?
0: We never did a social media shout out.
1: Well, yeah, we were a little
0: busy. We're not used to this many
1: sponsors and promotions and damn it. Oh, I see. You know, I was just talking to Joe Rogan about all the stress of being a successful podcaster. So he he told me this would happen. Yeah, he knows. He knows me and Joe. We're right there.
0: But if you want to interact with us on our social media, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All just some podcast website, www.justsomepodcast.com. Email us. Tell us what you got for this practitioner week. Don't tell us nothing. JSP at just some Tom, you ready to get out of here, man?
1: I am, but... We need to talk about one last thing for Nurses PodCon. We. No. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Are you, okay. I was going to say, are you sure? Because <laughs> I think we should talk about it. So mm-hmm. as part of just being super happy to be going to Nurses PodCon and wanting to share, we are going to be giving away two tickets to Nurses PodCon you, I believe, I'm 99% sure you can do either virtual or in person with these two
0: tickets, your choice. Yeah, we blew our advertising budget on this, Tom. I mean, it's, <laughs> yes. for the next yes. five years, we have blown our advertising <laughs> budget on these two tickets, so.
1: Yes, yes, we we were, we really went above and beyond. And <laughs> so what we would like you to do is contact us at any of those social media sites that Ben just told you about. And we would like you to just tell us your name, why you're interested, and give us some contact information, and then we are going to be picking some winners. So and, or or Ben, maybe we should make it a person plus one. What do you think? Like give whoever wins like one winner, two nah, tickets, or two, two winners, win- one ticket.
0: Who, 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 two winners,
1: two two winners, winners. one two ticket. Winners. So
0: And the reason yeah. we're doing this at the end of the show, Tom is we figure, you know what, if you're still listening, <laughs> All this part of you. the show <laughs> that you should get a chance to come hang out with us for free.
1: I'm just saying I'm rooting for Bjorn to virtually do this for Antarctica. So, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be impartial or no, I'm going to be impartial. Jesus Christ. No, me. yo, no, that's You're not impartial. Luckily, <laughs> I'm I could totally. be impartial. Yes. So what I was gonna say is I'm not going to be partial, but I just hope we get a lot of people interested and they reach out to us and so we can give away some tickets and have an awesome time. And like I said, even if you do it virtually, uh, there's going to be a lot of interaction throughout the whole day. You're going to be able to see everything. So don't be afraid to watch us in Nashville from the comfort of your own home. And like Ben said earlier, there are lots of great podcasts that are going to be there present, talking, interacting, mingling, and you're going to see a lot of information. There's going to be CEUs available. I mean, it's it's going to be a pretty awesome event, so please reach out to us.
0: And we're both kind of fangirling a little bit that the host of Nurses PodCon is Nurse Jessica Seitz, and I'm sure most of you probably follow her on Facebook or Instagram, several hundred thousand followers that she's got. Yeah. She's going to be hanging out with us all day too. I feel sorry for her that she has to hang out with us, but hey, you know. Well, you know. It is what it is.
1: As I say, as long as we all make bail, it should not be a problem the next day.
0: So yeah, come hang out with us, come, and like I said, you know, we're giving away those two tickets. That's awesome. So contact us on social media, email us, jsp at just We'll put you in the drawing for one of those two tickets, right, Tom?
1: Yeah, that's what we said.
0: Okay. Yeah, want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what else I was gonna say.
1: That. That's it.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, cool. So, on those notes, wash your hands. Keep wearing your mask. Have a great week.
1: And make sure you are all staying safe out there.
0: I was gonna say. Some road bridge, and I thought of you. And all
1: the many times you say I should have known. Took a so I can press on.